Hello, everybody. Welcome to the first ever Late Night with Brian Weck mini-sode. That means mini-episode, in case you didn't know that. We're going to be doing these from time to time, probably more often than not. In this case, this is something that got cut from our first ever episode, the one that came out last week, and it's me and Leighton talking about some pop culture stuff we love. Uh, also, we finally hit on an upload schedule. Mini-episodes, when we have them, those are going to come out on Wednesdays, and the full episodes will be coming out every Friday. So thank you so much for listening. We really loved your feedback on the, the first episode. If you have anything else you want to let us know, just email us at latennight at gmail.com and enjoy the episode. And I guess segueing into, we wanted to do this segment where we give each other a theme and then we share a couple of things. I'm not, you explain this. <laughs> All right. So I, what, what, what I think we were going to do which may be different than what you thought we were going to do is basically, again, we just gave a bunch of recommendations. We're going to give more recommendations, not even recommendations, just talk, talk about stuff we like uh, around a theme. And the theme, since we, we don't know exactly when this is going to come out, but we think it's probably going to be around Valentine's Day. Probably, it's certainly in February, which is Valentine's Month. So let's call it Valentine's Day. Uh, stuff themed around Valentine's Day. What Leighton and I both did was just pick random, just pick stuff we like and then kind of shoehorn it into that theme, which is what's going to happen every week. So, like, get used to it. Yeah. But, uh, so that that's the idea. We're going to talk about some stuff we, talk about some stuff we like, which we've already been doing, but yeah. we're going to keep it going. Yeah, and this time with a theme. Uh, would you like to start? You want me to start? Uh, let's see. Uh, let me remember my, okay. Yes, I have two things that uh, I want to, why don't we take turns? I'll do one, you do one, then I'll do one. You do one? Does that sound good? Or do you want me to just do both of them at the same I, time? I think I have to roll through mine because there's an arc to it. Okay, great. Then I'll do both of mine. Uh, here are two things that I've been really into recently. Um, one, getting back to Yacht Rock, adult contemporary, smooth jazz, Bob James. Do you know Bob James? Nope. Fuck. Bob James <laughs> rules. Bob James, he is a jazz uh, keyboardist, composer, arranger, uh, I think he's around 80 or so years old now, been really active for, for many, many years, uh, particularly in the in the 70s and 80s. He wrote the most famous thing. He wrote the theme song to the the old uh, TV sitcom Taxi. Wow. Which is like late 80s, late 70s, early 80s. And the song is called Angela. He produced a bunch of like Yacht Rocky type things. He's just an incredible musician. And he's also very, very heavily sampled. So a lot of his stuff has been sampled in uh, just a million different things. I was listening to, uh, I've been kind of working my way through his discography recently. And I was listening to uh, uh, Take Me, was it Take Me to Mardi Gras? Take Me to the Mardi Gras, which is a song of his. And I was like, oh my God, that's from Raisin Hell. It's from a, a Run DMC album. Oh. I think it was uh, Peter Piper sampled the the thing from it so he's like super uh influential to a lot of hip-hop and rap and also just the arrangements are incredible so Ooh. if you need to pick a bob james album there's tons of great ones there are three which are called one two and three gotta love it the economy Fantastic. of that yep and then uh an album that i've really been into recently is called touchdown it's got a big fucking football on the cover and it has the 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 song angela which is the theme to taxi and a bunch of other ones but I'm, you know, I'm a, I'm a jazz nerd and like the arrangements and the playing on this are just unbelievable. I love big band jazz. And this mm -hmm. is a great example of like 70s big band jazz. It's definitely got like 
some of it is kind of fusiony in the sense that there's a like a a disco or funk influence uh, that works its way into a oh. lot of it, but. I, I cannot recommend it highly enough. It's if so you great. if you had to recommend one song for somebody who wants an entry point into it, uh, well, I mean, it, the there's a reason that people love the theme from Taxi called Angela. Okay. That's the one. It's uh, it, it features a recorder, very prominently. Ooh. Yep, it's got a little recorder melody. Do you like that? It's uh, it's Hit funky. It it's like recorder electric piano kind of arrangement. It's so great. Uh, that's that's the first one that comes to mind. Um, but. I think Nautilus is the one that gets sampled all the time, which is another one you might check I out. Interesting. I mean, Nautilus, great name. Yep. So, how does what does that have to do with Valentine's Day? But it's, well, I don't know. You, you, if, it's something if, I love. If you're, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's basically. Yeah. I mean, if you if you want some some smooth tunes for for I, romance, yeah, for either you and a partner or you and, alone. Yeah, that's right. Either way, it's, I mean, Valentine's. If you're alone on Valentine's Day, your date is you. Take care of you. That's right. Uh, and the other thing for me, and this one, I remember, okay, so I'm, I, I said this once, we got this question for, for NSP, Danny and I do these Q&As before shows for, for VIPs. Mm-hmm. And someone was like, you know, what's, what's what, name something you're really into, basically this question for, for each of us. And Danny said something, which was very, it was some like sci-fi or fantasy thing. I think it might've even been The Last Unicorn and got a huge round of applause. I said the thing I'm about to say and there was total silence from the audience because what I'm going to recommend now is a 3,600-page, collectively, uh, semi-autobiographical novel series by this Norwegian guy, Karl Ove Knausgaard. Karl Ove Knausgaard. Let me say that again because I think I'm fucking it up. Karl Ove Knausgaard. Uh, How do you spell that? K-A-R-L-O-V-E-K-N. You sorry, K N A U S G A A R D, Carl Ova Nelsgard. I apologize if I'm fucking up. I, I didn't clock any of that, but I figured it would be good to ask. Um, yeah. So basically, this dude, he's this Norwegian guy who, I think I forget exactly what the story was. Had writer's block or something, and decided to just write these novels, although they're very autobiographical. So I think a lot of it is not exactly fiction, but they are painfully detailed about his exact thought process kind of at every moment of different stages of his life uh and one of them i think it's the second one is is very extensively about him falling in love a lot of it so this guy has major alcohol problems he's in a series of disastrous relationships both friend wise and romantically he's pretentious which i say uh in kind of a positive way like he's very well read he's a writer And he is the main character of these books. Like he writes, the, the books are written in the first person. Yeah. And they are like, when, when you say that it is minutely described thought processes, it sounds super painful. But when you actually read it, it is insanely compelling. Yeah, I'm sure that's very engrossing because you're just in this person's brain. You are in this dude's brain. Mm. And they were apparently a huge sensation in Norway. Uh, they've been translated into English. You can get all six volumes. I've read all but the sixth, which I guess is, the, I think the sixth is the longest. It's 1,200 pages. And it, uh, it, people have mixed views on it. I haven't read it yet. Since it's so minute, I'm really curious what the translation process is like, because I'm yeah. sure if if it is that, if it resonates that much in English, I wonder what that experience is like if you are Norwegian. Yeah, I, I have no, I have no idea. I, I'm really interested in that too. But it's mm. they're 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 great. 
they were, I guess, a big literary sensation. I'm not really in that world. I don't know anything about it. But I read some excerpt of it, and I was like, holy shit, this is good. And uh, I, I, if you have any interest in all, read it. It's called, and this is part of, he's like trying to trying to get you. It's called My Struggle, okay, <laughs> a.k.a. Mein Kampf. Yeah. Which, yes, okay, that's the name of the Hitler book. There's a tie-in to this apparently in the sixth one. But it has not, it has nothing like, you know, that's just basically, the point is, it is his struggle being a human being in yeah. the world. And I, I, I love a, I love a book about a hot mess. There there aren't enough characters who are hot messes in in fiction. And uh, oh, this is this dude is the hottest mess. Like, I want a disaster man. Like I, that's I don't want to read about a character who's perfect and always does everything right. That's boring. This guy is quite far from perfect. In Fuck fact, up he's real bad. He, at least if you believe the portrayal in this book, the person portrayed in this book is kind of a, a complete a hole. Great. Which is very fun to read about. I'll read this. I'm I'm a very, very, very fast reader. Like, I read most books in one sitting. Um, and I love a fat book because that means that I don't have to find another book to read. I hate a short book. Yeah. You, uh, you, you, I think you would legitimately like them. They're really, they're really great. All right. Okay. That, that's enough of me. Okay. So, you know, <clears throat> the theme is Valentine's Day. I love movies. I love to talk about movies. I love to recommend movies. I love to shove DVDs at people and harass them until they watch them. So I thought that it might be appropriate for me to recommend some romantic movies for you Mm. and your significant other Mm -hmm. or you and your dog or yourself. You know, get nice and cozy. Get a fuzzy blanket. Light some candles. Get, you know, a a beverage of your choice. You can get some wine. You can get some LaCroix if you want angry water. Um, So I'm going to recommend three movies. The first one is, um, I have to look at my notes because I, t- I took notes on this, no, uh, from 2013 called Under the Skin. Mm, that's, a, that's a good movie. <laughs> it's fucking weird, but it's great. <laughs> yeah. So Scarlett Johansson plays a very sexy alien who sexily picks up men off the side <laughs> of the road to do sex with them, but really she lures them into uh, black goo. And then they tar sh- pit, basically, yeah, right? And then they shrivel up and die. So if your ultimate sexy sexual fantasy is just drowning in goo because you followed a hot lady somewhere, then this is the one for you. Mm. Um, and the soundtrack by Mika Levy is fantastic because it's all like traditional strings, like love themes that get sort of like warped in minor keys. So they're very creepy. Um, and a super fun fact about that movie is that all of the footage of uh, ScarJo picking up men off the side of the road is real. It was hidden camera with eight cameras in the van. And they, you know, after she picked them up and have like these casual conversations, like they would be like, hey, are you willing to do this really weird thing? Um, and so really? it, I didn't know that. It's yeah, amazing. it's it's totally I, I was shocked to find that out because it it feels so not it, it feels uh, uh like they're just good actors but it is real but um, also like i mean she's a major movie star if you were driving along yes. and you saw scarlett johansson by the side of the road you'd be like is, is that isn't that scarlett johansson well and i think there's also the element of her driving a car you're next to her and you don't really see her they had her in a quote-unquote disguise but she's a very recognizable person um but i highly recommend this one get lost in the literal sauce with a hot alien who's trying to kill you. It's lost in the sauce. <laughs> yeah. Uh, was that the tagline? <laughs> Under the skin. Lost, lost in the in sauce. The sauce. <laughs> um, there is there is a sequence in that movie that is one of the most terrifying like visuals that I've ever seen. Um 
I'm not going to say what it is, but I think it's so fantastic. And it's one that I just look up on YouTube and watch because it's just delightfully awful. So my second movie on the more like lighthearted end of the spectrum uh, is a great Japanese romantic comedy um, by director Takashi Miike. Uh, it's from 1999. It's called Audition. Oh, yeah. It's a lovely film. <laughs> it's great. So a widowed single father working in the film industry is, you know, looking for the next love of his life. And his friend's like, I know, we'll hold a casting session that we say is for a movie, but it's really so you can find your perfect woman. And then um, he does, and it goes great, and nothing goes wrong, and they just like really take the relationship deeper and deeper. <laughs> this is 100% a movie that I will never watch, but have read the Wikipedia summary of a bunch, because I'm one of those people that can't watch horror movies, but I will read all the Wikipedia summaries. There are summaries. so many people who are in that zone, yep. and I used to be one of those people. I am and then... one of those people. Uh, anyway, yeah, so that's a really great movie that I have legitimately shown people by saying that it's a romantic comedy, oh and then they got that's very... That's just straight up evil. <laughs> they got very, very mad at me. <laughs> I, I'm mad at you that you're doing it. With good reason. Yes. Um, so, oh. you know, as we talked about annoying Layton, people... that's not good. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Um, so, yeah, everybody watch it. It's, it's a uh, romantic comedy, and it was a really big influence on um, Eli Roth... And uh, the Saska sisters, who and are really... murderers everywhere, <laughs> they love it. Um, Saska sisters, this is another recommendation. Um, they directed a really fantastic movie called American Mary, that's about uh, a struggling medical student who gets into the underground world of body modification. Mm. Wild movie, wow. really delightful. And also, you know, I'm all for uh, you know ladies directing, especially twin sisters who are also in the movie. Um, mm. Great. So the last very romantic suggestion I have is probably one of my favorite movies of all time. Uh, it's called Possession from 1981, starring Sam Neill oh, wow. and yeah. Isabella Johnny. Um, oh, forever. Who won the Cannes Award and the Caesar Award for Best Actress for this movie. Um, so it's, I don't want to give anything about why it's really great away, but it's, uh, you know, Sam Neill and... Love Sam Neill. Oh, he's so good. And he's like a baby in this. And it's oh, really yeah. wild. This is like at the very start of his career, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he does so great. And then Isabella Johnny, like deserves all the awards that she got basically their marriage is falling apart and he suspects that she's cheating on him um and then it is actually a lot weirder than that so if you like watching sam neil destroy an entire restaurant (laughs) by just running through it and knocking everything over if you like women screaming in subway stations and uh just fucked up shit highly recommend it is not streaming and if you want to be like me, you can pay $60 to get a high, like, basically criterion level restoration of it, Blu-ray, so you can throw it at people. Or if you're resourceful and you have a little thing called DuckDuckGo. DuckDuckGo? Yeah. I've never even heard of it. You've never heard of DuckDuckGo? Yeah, That's basically, it, it. it's like the one browser that doesn't keep any of your information and doesn't spy on you. But it also pulls up the stuff that Google won't pull up. So if you want like the completely oh. unfiltered version, and then, for example, if you wanted to do a search for Possession okay, 1981 streaming, hmm. there you go. <laughs> not saying that you should do that. I'm just no, saying. We're not advocating I'm, doing anything. I'm, I'm saying here. that if you were of loose moral character per se, you could do that. Um, but yeah, so those are those are my recommendations. Also, I was going to say that. Um, Audition is streaming on Shudder, which is the streaming service for horror movies, which like is probably my favorite one. They have so much good stuff on there. That's with two D's, not two T's. Yes. Shudder, not Shudder. Shudder. Right? Shudder. Um, and then, you know, uh, uh, if you watch any of these movies, let me know what you think of them. Uh, I think they're great. Audition is also on Disney+. Plus. 
yeah, it's under like, Star Wars. Yes, it's basically the same. Um, and I got to say, if you're watching these with, you know, a, a paramour, I take it from me, watching any sort of movie like this with a partner goes great. Recently on a first date, I watched Sallow, 120 Days of Sodom. Oh my God. Super romantic. And then he stopped talking to me for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> so it works. Well, at least, you know, I, I think that's good. You're honest with someone right from the start. He it's, knows what you'd be getting into. Oh, yeah. And that, yeah, it's, um, you know, if a first date can survive watching a bunch of naked teens eat shit, it's going to go great. This one did not work out. Leighton Night is produced by Brian Wecht and Leighton Gray. For more information, visit LeightonKnight.com. That's L-E-I-G-H-T-O-N-N-I-G-H-T dot com. Our next live show is on Monday, March 23rd at The Lodge Room here in Los Angeles. You can visit LeightonKnight.com for tickets. Also, please follow us on social media. On Twitter, we're at LeightonKnight, and on Instagram, at Leighton underscore Knight. <laughs>